How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer and video games. I am Kelly, who is hosting today. And with me, as always, I've got the banjo to my kazooie, Bo. <laughs> and that's the whole podcast. Thanks what for listening. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. We're uh, recording in the flesh. Flesh. So nice. It's so nice. Get to sit on the couch together. Yes. And sitting also with us, we have today's fun guest. We've got Cody. Hey, everyone. What's up, Cody? Not much. So what brings you here? Uh, we're talking about video games, and I like video games a lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're also one of Kelly's best friends. I am. Yeah. She's a collector buddy of mine, and she's hooked me up a lot. Yeah. So... A little background, Cody and I go back, well, we went to high school together, but we didn't really know each other in high school no. that much. So we actually got to collectively meet when we worked together and both of us found out, oh, hey, you collect video games too? Oh, I do too. And <laughs> then it just went from there. And so Cody was like my first friend that I met that was collecting video games. That's and fun. So that was a person that I could go hunt and look for stuff and be like look what i got and somebody would be like i, I don't care but cody would be like hell yeah yeah right <laughs> that's great so, so where did you guys work at we worked at a uh, petco together okay awesome so that was good times <laughs> sometimes sometimes good times yeah well, yeah sometimes good times i once uh went to petco like this was like right when i turned like 20 or something i think it was like for a 20th birthday is when I was at my first apartment and I was really stoned and I was looking at the mice and there's these two mice and one was on the wheel and one was on the outside of the wheel. Did I ever say this story? Before? I don't think so. All right. Well, the one in the wheel was just spinning like crazy. And then the one on the outside of the wheel would hold on to it <laughs> and just do loops around <laughs> it. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. So, I asked the Petco assistant. It might have been you guys, one of you. I'm not sure. Probably not, <laughs> probably actually. Not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but I was like, I need those two mice. And they were like feeder mice, you know? And mm -hmm. He's like, for your snake or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm taking them as pets. They're going to be my entertainment for tonight and for the next three years, actually, they live for, wow. which is insane. But then I got cats and it was fine. Like I would put them in like little gerbil ball balls. And like roll them around the floor, and the cats would just like bat at them. <laughs> but super fun. And they would do that wheel thing all the time. And I absolutely loved it. Did you name them? No, I don't. Not that, <laughs> I, I, can, not that I can remember, actually. And I Did remember. I love them? I forget. <laughs> I remember all my pets' names. So that is weird. Mouse one and mouse two. I, hmm. Little did you know those two mice were also stoned when you <laughs> bought them. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only reason why I bought mice. Like the next day, I was like, "Why the fuck do I have mice?" But <laughs> wow, <laughs> but they live forever. I mean, they were cool. Like they're easy to feed and stuff. They're like just any other rodent. Mice are good pets. All yeah. right, yeah. I advocate for rodents as pets. I had a rat. Did you? Yeah. I had a rat too. Excellent pet. You got super clean. Weird. Mm -hmm. Super clean. <laughs> All right. You want to hear? No, no. You want to hear how I got my rat? Yeah, sure. Okay, so. In college, psychology was my major, so we did a lab 
in one of my classes where we taught the rat to push the lever down. Oh, cool. And so we trained this rat, you know, my partner and I, my lab partner and I, for like most of our semester, we trained this rat. And then my professor was like, oh, at the end of the semester, you know, you can adopt the rat if you want. And I was like, I'm in college, I'm poor, I can't really afford to keep a pet. And my parents would be like, why the hell did you bring a rat home from college? And I was like, I guess it's just not going to work out, but it'd be cool. And then on the last day of class, I overheard her talking to one of the other students. And she was like, yeah, you know, any of the rats that don't get adopted, I feed to the alligator, which is in the science center. Jesus. And I was like, I'll take my rat. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a whole ecosystem. Yeah, but I was like, I went through, I went through all this this training with this little guy yeah and i loved him so i was like i can't let him be eaten so i had to take him with me and he he lived with me for about a year and then he got a a tumor and unfortunately passed from that but yeah he was a he was a good buddy to have in my apartment what was his name his name was moo because he was black and white spotted like a cow oh cool yeah i liked him a lot what was your rat's name cody my rat's name, um, I thought long and hard about it, and I decided to name it Rat because I was 10 and stupid. Um, but Rat was a really good rat. Um, like I said, the, for anyone who doesn't have a rat or know anything about rats, they are actually extremely clean they are. animals. People think huh. they're like dirty. Yeah. You see them in every Hollywood movie in the sewer just chilling. No, they're yeah. like super clean. Not ratatouille. Rat, it's, well, that's a special. They rat, have like four adopted turtles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one does. <laughs> no, your they typical, all do. <laughs> your typical rat does not live in the sewer and is actually extremely clean. Interesting. Um, I loved my rat. I had her out one day. This is a, a nice story. And when I say nice, it's not nice. Um, I had her out and I was playing with her as a 10 year old and she went to run under the couch and I went to grab her and accidentally oh. grabbed her tail. Oh, yeah. And rats have a thing where they're like, I don't know if this is appropriate for your podcast. but this, Everything is okay. It's this, this, on the table. The, the skin came off the muscle and bone of the yeah. tail. Yeah. And as a 10-year-old, like my parents were going to put her down, but I paid $140 of 10-year-old savings to have her tail fixed. So How do you we, fix the tail? You, you kind of have to, like, amputate the other part. The so bone. She had a, yeah, she had, like, a stubby tail. Um, and I felt really bad about it. It was a complete accident. And I knew not to pull the tail. Yeah. But rats are fast. And I, they are. So, I mean, that's like a defense mechanism, though, right? Yeah, it's so they can get away and, uh, you know, it's they have a better chance of living, even with, a like, a skin tail. So, sorry to... That's my introductory story. <laughs> um, but, uh, no. Well, she healed naturally, though? It... It probably, I don't know. It probably would have got infected and oh, fell okay. off or something, you know. It would have died slowly. Potentially. Painfully. But we had it amputated okay. and sewed, and we had her for many years after that. She was an excellent pet. Um, uh, her story was she was a feeder rat for someone's snake, and the snake wasn't eating it. So it was uh, neurotically living in the cage with the snake, and my mom was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. taking that rat home." <laughs> um, so yeah, rat the rat. Uh, besides that one part, lived a really nice life. I loved her to death. Nice. So she was, was it, cool. Was it rat with two T's like the band? I wish <laughs> I should have done that because I love that band too. Hindsight. Um, yeah. No, just a single T. Oh. So. Well, we she, had. She was cool. We had a dog named Puppy. And we had a goldfish named Goldie. And we had 
some type of bird named Birdie. So, like, I understand your naming. Yeah. <laughs> Creative. Like, so, sometimes, you know, that stuff works, Exactly. Man. You'll never forget the You'll name. You'll never forget it. Yeah. What kind of was it? A bird? Oh, yeah, Birdie. Yeah. That's the name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I can't remember these two mice's names because they were, like, so You must have not long. named it Mouse and Mice. No. It wasn't one or two. Vicky it was and like, Minnie. It was, like, <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt and It's super Harry complicated. Or something, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but either way, this is a, a beer and video game podcast. So let's talk about things that we might have picked up or things that we might have played. Well, uh, I don't think I really bought. Oh, no, I did. Last Since the last podcast, my most recent pickup and play is the Tony Hawk remastered. Mm. One and two. Nice. So, uh. Anybody like anybody else pick it up? No. Nope. No, I no. didn't I don't have that nostalgia, honestly. Okay. Really? Yeah. And I gr- I grew up with the PS1. I just never had that one. Hmm. I highly recommend it. I think it is a fantastic remake. Like they just did a really good job of capturing the whole skateboarding like you know that it was it was top of the line then. It's top of the line now. Like Wow. The way that they're they're capturing it and the way that the movement it's just so smooth. Like I don't know. It's really it's just everything you wanted it to be then, it is now. Like that nostalgia, it it's still there because I you have like and I feel like it also is it's way the way I mean smoother is not just graphically, it's like when you fall down and you get off the board and like crash, you are like back up like it's like that's nice and it like pixelates you back up and you're like right there again so it's like you don't have to wait five minutes for your character to like all right i'm getting up and i gotta go get my board and like you know it feels like way quicker than it did in the older games so i don't they did a really good job all around soundtrack is banging the new stuff on it i was curious about that like do they have the rights to all the songs they had the first time they have all the old songs and then there's a bunch of new stuff too same with the skaters all the skaters are the same they've just been aged to where they are now and then they added yeah and then they added a bunch of like newer skaters too so like there's up and coming quote-unquote skaters that are in there as well so like i don't know like nijah huston he's in there he's pretty cool He's, that's awesome. He's a good skater. I don't know. That's like the only one I knew. I didn't know. He's got like a couple other chicks in there. It's cool. a good spread, though. It's really a fun game. Is it the same quest then as mm-hmm. the original? Okay. Everything's the same, yeah. But the other thing, actually, I was playing the other night is they have a create creatist park. Like, yeah. do you remember you could do that? But this time it's online. So okay. I can go and like find like, oh, Bo made a park. Let me go check it out. And then hop on there and skate your park or whatever. Like, people are just making things so, like, it looks like something. Or, like, there's somebody who made a skate park that looks like a face. Like, it's really cool. and like That's awesome. People are, like, making specific skate parks so you can get certain combos and achievements and stuff like that. It's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. I want to pick it up. I just, I've been playing other games, so... I'm just going to wait because I feel like it will be a game that goes on discount, like oh, you absolutely. said. Yeah. It will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it'll be at that $20 price point or whatever. By you, Christmas. Yeah it'll, yeah. it'll be there and it'll be so worth it. Did yeah. you see the collector's edition? Like, the yeah. collector's edition comes like with a skateboard. With a yeah. skateboard. Yeah. Which is, yeah. That's weird. insane. Yeah. 
think that's cool, and it's like different too. Like you get different colors and stuff. Yeah, mm. that one. Um, yeah, it had like a. I don't think it was a real signature, but it had like a signature from Tony Hawk on like the tip of the board or something oh, like that. That's, so, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, but it was like a hundred dollars, and Woof. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna. But I mean, like, if that's your game, or if like you're a yeah. big skateboarder, like mm-hmm. that's that's an easy. That's definitely worth it because you know skate decks, they're not cheap. Yeah. So. I feel like all these collector's editions though, are just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, who has the room for all this? Like, not no one does. No one. Yeah, there's a ton of, like, huge statues and stuff, which are amazing, but, like, I don't, I can't find the space for them. Like, people have statue, like, rooms and, mm-hmm. like, statue shelves for specific collector's editions, and it's like, I can't. Shout out to uh, our homie, Mr. Game and Brews. Yeah. He has so many steel books and like collector's edition stuff that I'm just like, where do you put all this? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Steel books are like I mean you don't think about it, but that's a whole other case that goes on your shelf. Like I have like two steel books, maybe. And yeah. it's like Yeah, I they're think just I have empty as well. sitting there. They look nice and they're for like some of my favorite games, so yeah, and like Best Buy has like a whole market. Like you go there and you just buy the steel book. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally did that when Shenmue Three came out. I was like, "Oh, cool! They must have put it on discount for twenty bucks." And it was just just an empty steel book. I was so pissed, but I was able to return it. And then I just recently bought it, like a month or two ago, and it was only fifteen bucks. The actual game, and it came with the steel book for free. Well, he made the right decision. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely did. I just put a pre-order in. Actually, speaking of steelbooks, I put a pre-order in for the Lego Skywalker Saga. Oh, cool. For the Switch. They're doing a steelbook for that through Best Buy with your pre-order. So I'm kind of interested to... I don't have any steelbooks for Switch. I think there was only like one or two that... I know Luigi's Mansion actually had one, but I... But it was in the UK, I think. Yeah. But I think as far as US release, there was the... Link's Awakening. You know what? Xenoblade Chronicles and has Xeno, it too. Xenoblade, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it came with the controller too. Yeah. Um, not, well, not the one that I have, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I like, that's kind of cool that that'll be like another Switch that Steelbook that there's not many out there right now. So. Yeah. That's cool. How about you, Cody? Um, I honestly haven't picked up too much either with uh, COVID-19, it's it's kind of hard to go out and game hunt like you used to. Um, I, one thing I think is really cool I got from Kelly herself is the Miracle Piano. <laughs> um, yeah. I was super excited about that. Um, yeah, Kelly sold me um, Miracle Piano for the NES, and it came with the piano and all the paperwork and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's really fun. And now you you're know? a piano master. Are you, yeah, are you learning? Uh, no. I'm actually, I'm learning how bad I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, it wants you to be really precise in certain parts. And I'm not there yet, but I'm having fun with it. So. Cool. Yeah, it's, so that's probably the most fun thing I picked up recently. Do you think the program is like good enough to teach you? Um, Or it's just For the limited particular? hardware, Yeah. I would say okay. it it does a decent job. It definitely takes you through the steps. Yeah, um, it, it's baby steps. I was actually just watching a video on it, and there's like six different like settings, I believe. Oh, really? Right? I haven't messed around too much with any. Well, settings like there. there's like 
the synthesizer, there's electric mm -hmm. piano, there's regular piano, there's organ, and then like two others. And then there's a way to make the left side of your keyboard one of those and oh. the right side yes. the other. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We we were playing around with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. And then, one side's like marimba. Yeah. 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 Side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like and then they, they had the, uh, what did they call it? The miracle band or something like that playing along with you. Oh, geez. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. what that was you called. You want to feel like a rock star. Yeah. Don't play miracle piano. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, a... <laughs> It makes you feel like you're at a kid's birthday party oh, or boy. something like that. Yeah. And then it has that weird mini game. Um, oh, yeah. With like the fake Rob. Yeah. It's yeah. not Rob, but it, it basically looks like Rob. And that's that can be yeah. difficult. It's like if Rob had like an evil twin who didn't want you to win things. That's what this robot is. And very musically inclined. What's his name? <laughs> of course. Lob. Bob, it's Bob. Oh, okay. Bob. It's Bob. <laughs> why, why didn't I think of Bob? Lob. Like Lob. <laughs> Lob. You know what? He's such a jerk. His name's Lob. Yeah. They could. He. Lob. <laughs> Have you played anything recently? Gaming. Um, the la the game I just beat. I'm years behind. Uh, I just beat Okami on the Wii. Oh, cool. For the first time, it's a game I tried to play four years ago. Uh, I loved it, uh, but then like another game came out. Yeah. I never finished it. So it's when I went back game. to it, I forgot everything and just restarted. Yes, it is phenomenally mm -hmm. beautiful, and I had so much fun with that. It's really cool to get out your old hardware and like I played on the Wii. Yeah. So um, you know, I know it came out for the PS4 and for the Switch remastered, but it's just something about playing on that old hardware and waving that Wii mode around. Yeah. It, it was fun. I had a blast. It's it does have game. motion controls. Oh, yeah. It heavily, heavily, um, it relies on motion controls on the Wii. So I got darn good with the Wiimote. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I was playing it on the PS4, and I'm trying to remember, because I feel like I was using motion controls as well. But that wouldn't really make sense. Maybe on the actual pad itself on the PS4 controller, you had to swipe. If, if that if you use the touchpad for drawing that'd be perfect i feel like that's a possibility it'd probably be more accurate than the wii mode or mm -hmm. the joy con or anything like that yeah so maybe yeah i i love that game it's just an artistic masterpiece i, I love that you know from the time we were a kid to now we live in a time where video games are inarguably an art form now you know, not Absolutely. just toys for kids, and that one is just a perfect example yeah. of it. So um, I really, really enjoyed that game. I agree. So I'm like, I don't know, probably like 12 years behind, but <laughs> I'm catching up. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many people that just play retro video games anyway. That's with quarantine. I was just kind of trying to, you know, play my collection instead of hunting games with Tell all this stuff it. going on. Telling Kelly all the time, like, oh, I'm selling everything, and then I end up buying like $200 worth of stuff the next day. <laughs> Collector's <laughs> curse. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> so, with that said, uh, yeah, I, I've picked up a few things. I picked up, so I've been doing uh, a complete Wii U set, trying to go for that and questioning myself the whole way why I'm doing it because I'm trying to get rid of stuff. Um, but Recently, I got like two like Sing Star games or Just Dance games. They are. Um, I got 
Watch Dogs for it. I got Funky Barn, and then the big one is Devil's Third, which is like Ooh. the most expensive Wii U game, I believe. And I knocked that off, so I think I'm sort of done getting any games until I can like hunt in the wild more so. The last I checked, Hello Kitty Racers was the hardest game. Do you have that? I, I have that sealed, and I bought it for 51 bucks. Wow. Just like, yeah, okay, you're doing say, all right. I yeah, think that right. dropped yeah. after they had the Switch yep. re-release. It dropped really? hard, yeah. yeah. That was the last I checked. I remember um, I used to, um, my, I still buy all the Amiibo, but it used to be like a hunt. Yeah. And uh, there was this guy I always stood in line with wherever we went. I don't, I don't even know his name, but um, I happened to be at GameStop when uh, he was buying Hello Kitty Racers and he paid like $97 for it. At GameStop? GameStop. Jesus And I was like, okay, I mean, if that's your thing, awesome. You know what GameStop probably did because they're known for this? What was that? They opened it, a new one, (laughs) and then they put a pre-owned sticker on so that they could sell it at a premium. Oh, wow. They did that for Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii. I, yeah. I I actually knew that I bought Xenoblade uh, for fifty bucks, and they should have told me like we're selling it as new, but it's not new. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I want it, so we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, GameStop. But. Um, I beat Paper Mario, which I think I was very close to. Yeah, you said you were pretty close to yeah. it last time. Yeah, so I finished that nice. uh, Origami King. Nice, and it was very good. Very good ending. Uh, the creepiest Paper Mario game, probably the creepiest Mario game in general that I've ever played. I would have never guessed that from the previews. Really? It the, the previews I saw looked really fun and happy and. Crazy. Oh man, when yeah. Peach when Peach comes out though, and she's like, meh, 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 meh. yeah, when meh, you get meh, into meh, it, meh, meh, meh. it's like it takes a real dark <laughs> turn there right at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, really? Holy yeah, it's real shit. dark. Actually, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, like, a lot of the side characters that you, like, get throughout the game that help you, like, because it's not Thousand-Year Door in the sense where, like, you have, like, different partners to help you throughout the game that you can switch back and forth on. It's, like, during this part of the game, you'll have this person for a little bit that might help you fight, might not. But they all end up, like, not all of them, but some of them, like, end up dying and stuff or, like, sacrificing their lives and Jeez. Yeah, it's a little dark for Mario, honestly. Sounds, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds but it, like it. But it's really good, well worth it. Probably took me like 50 hours, honestly, which was nice. Wow. So, yeah. Got, some Got my money's money. worth. I also picked up a game that I haven't told you about, Kelly, but I think you'd really like it. You okay. might know about it. It's called Donut County. I've heard of it, and I've seen a lot about it recently. Okay. So I picked this up off the whim. From Best Buy for 30 bucks physical. Is it a limited run physical or not? Yes, but you can get limited run physicals from Best Buy. So it was 30 bucks. And then I checked the eShop just randomly like the next day and it was like on sale for $2.63. And I was like, fuck. I guess I should (laughs) have just bought it digital. But uh, it's fine. I brought it over to my brother in law's house and sister's house and played it with my six year old niece. And she absolutely loved it. So it's like Katamari. But it's the opposite of Katamari. So hear me out. You're okay. a hole in this town. Just a hole. And you're just placing this hole 
under objects in the town and making them go inside this hole to get bigger. So and you, you are a sinkhole. A sinkhole. Holy shit. I, I have seen this. Now I know what yeah, you're talking about. It's it fucking, looks fun. It's super fun. But it's only like a two hour long game. So it's really not like worth the $30 price tag. Buying it. But it's so cute. It's so <laughs> good. I think on the eShop it might only be like ten or fifteen bucks. This is realizing all of my dreams of wanting to be a sinkhole and just taking everything. It's in. super cute. It has really nice, cool like puzzles with the whole like like you gotta like pick up like a fire, like sink sink like a, a campfire, and then your hole's burning. So then you can light off fireworks. So then oh. like Go and hit okay. a rock up above that will knock a character down to talk to you. Like, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. I like it. I, and the, I'm and the soundtrack is probably one of my favorites that I've ever heard. Huh. Really cool, like new wave, sync wave. Wow. Really fun. Oh, that reminds me. Speaking of interesting games, I played um, one that is recently coming out. And uh, people have been playing, but it's on PC or on your phone. It's free on your phone. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Among Us. No. Maybe. I'll show it to you after. Okay. But you're a tiny little spaceman, and you're in, like, a spaceship with, like, up to 10 other people. And you have to, you are all assigned. Like, it's, like, secretly you're all assigned. Either you're a crewmate or you're an imposter. And if you're an imposter, you're trying to sabotage the ship and kill everybody on it while everybody else has to try to work together and figure out who the imposter is and who's like killing people or who's sabotaging the the ship while also completing tasks. So it's super fun. I played it with my friends. Uh, We played it just like talking over Xbox live chat while playing on our phones because you can just join a lobby. And it was super fun because you just muted ourselves and then once somebody died, you unmuted and then you like chatted like, well, you know, so-and-so was walking around and I saw them over there and that's where the dead body was. And like, that was the last person I saw over there. And then you'd be like, oh, well, it's got to be that person. Yeah. And you can like vote them off and like see if they're the imposter or something. It's really, it's a really fun game to play with like friends, even like distance right now. Like, yeah, that sounds great actually. And it's, it's, I think maybe like five bucks on Steam or it's free on your phone. Okay. So yeah it's a I'll super it fun out. game so if you uh, anybody hasn't checked that out or heard of it definitely look it up it's a fun game to yeah. play with everybody so i only have one other game that i need to talk about that okay. i've been playing and it's i am absolutely loving this game and it's bringing me back to a game i've never played before but it reminds me of everything that i love about video games and it's called moon and this was a playstation one title that Never got released to the U.S., but they just ported it to the Switch. And it has an English translation now. So it's Moon RPG Remake, I think it's called, is the full title of it. And you're this protagonist in this town where there's the hero also in the town that you're not playing as that's killing all the monsters, looting everyone's uh, belongings in their house, just wrecking havoc in this game and you're there to pick up all the pieces and find the souls of the monsters that he slayed and just bring love back into the town and it's amazing it's so good it's so old school it's sprite graphics but also with like clay animation like all the monsters are like little like clay 
uh, figurines that you find. Um, it's just a lot of fun. It, it's like my go-to bedtime game nowadays. So if I have an hour before bed, like I'll play it in bed on the Switch. And What a cool concept. Like, it's really cool. So it's it like started off like Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior. And like you're this little kid like playing like on his Nintendo or Super Nintendo. But I think it's actually a PS1. And uh, it like you're the hero and you're killing stuff. And then you get you fall asleep and you get transported into the video game. And everyone's just like bitching about this hero. It's like ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm gonna check that one out. That it's really fun. cool. Um, I think it's only like 19 bucks on the eShop, and I think they're planning to release it physically. At least in in Japan, they are. So I'm sure they like you could import it, but I'm sure it, it will come to the U.S. physical. But uh, yeah, so you have love, and love is your HP. So you start off with a small amount of love, and that your love slowly decreases throughout the day. So you have to make it back to your bed before your love decreases. Otherwise it's game over and you have to start that day again. So once you get back to your bed, your AP, your HP recovers and you can start the next day. So the more side quests that you do and helping people, the more love that you gain. So I have like two day cycle already built up that I can like walk around for like a half an hour in real time before I have to go find a bed, which is really nice. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Really liking it. I like cool. games that have like, like compassionate yeah. messages. Yes. Like yes. That. You know, it's, it's the opposite of what everyone who doesn't play video games thinks video games are about. Yeah. So I love, I love playing games like that. Cause when my parents are like, do you think the reason everyone's shooting everyone's cause they're playing video games? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, um, here's a game that is the opposite of being mean. So I, I love examples like that. It reminded oh. me a lot of Undertale. I was just going to say it sounds Undertale. like Undertale. Yeah. I know the people think people think the community is kind of toxic, which might be true. Most communities are toxic. Yeah. If but, you say that you're a community, you're toxic. <laughs> if you labeled yourself, you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that game. Um, yeah, and it kind of, when you were describing that game i was like that kind of sounds like undertale in a sense yeah and the so. creator supposedly played moon and got inspiration oh from it, so, yeah. mm, well thank sense. you moon yeah <laughs> exactly right oh Wait, and we need then, more games like that so yeah so after playing this game i was like what else has this company made they're called onion games and uh they made a ps2 game called chulip c-h-u uh heart symbol l-i-p so it's like Tulip, but Tulip, and it's a game all about kissing people. Oh. But it looks like Harvest Moon, like N64 Harvest Moon. But you go around kissing people. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. I got it. It was very expensive, but it was half the price of what people wanted on eBay, and there was only one eBay sale. Hmm. But wow. I found it on Amazon. So, yeah. I was hoping that it's all consensual kissing. You're not just, just GTA that. kissing people or something. <laughs> it was like, I mean. Drive by, open the door, yeah. smack. <laughs> Smooches, bitch. Yeah, it's very like cartoony, <laughs> like 3D cartoony graphics. So who yeah. knows? It's Japan. Yeah. yeah. You never know what you're going to get when it comes to Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Bo, you also have one more pickup sitting in front oh of you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> so, uh, Bo's birthday was a couple weeks ago, and 
his gift finally arrived and I get to see him in person and give it to him. Feels like a CD maybe or a frame. I said, is this Klonoa for the PS1? She <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> he thinks oh, I'm made of money. Gunfighter, the legend of Jesse James for PlayStation. So this was one so, of the games that we were talking about on the Light Gun episode. Yes. That I was telling you. Yes. Yeah, this is like Time Crisis, but with a Western. This looks awesome. So this nice. is compatible with the gun cons, gun con, which yep. I have. Thank you. Yeah, I figured it's this is awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, this is a really fun light gun game. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's just really, once you play it, you'll understand. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's really great. It's Thank just you so much. So cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. Is it like cardboard cutouts or just bad graphics? No, it's okay. It's just like, it's like time crisis graphics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun 100%. time. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. Yeah, happy Saddle birthday. up for a showdown, it right? says. Yeah, you're, I was telling you, your lives, in uh, instead of like a heart or a bar, it's the four aces of a card deck. Oh, so okay. every time you get shot, you lose an ace. So okay. you want you want to keep your health up, so you want to have all your aces in your Dope. deck. I love it's it. It's pretty cool. It's very... I don't know. It's it's very cheesy Western. I, I think it's great. Yeah. And then it also has the ducking mechanism like you do in Time Crisis. So. Do you have to press the button for that? Yeah, it okay. operates the same way. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's uh, get into beer talk real quick. Because you brought beers that are pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, so we today are sipping on the Evil Genius Beer Company and collaboration again with our local food chain, uh, giant grocery stores. It's called Evil Genius and the Giant Peach. Um, It is a double dry hopped peach hazy IPA, uh, 6.5%. And um, I had one of these and I was like, I'm saving the rest for a podcast because these were really good. Um, And Bo, I I don't know about you, but just that peachy frontal flavor just like mm-hmm. smacks you in the face it really smacks you um i like it the part that i don't like is like the aftertaste of it it's like pilthy yeah a little like, bit a little, like but it, it could be the the double dry hop too like it's just like this dry finish i love it i love the can art too so it's like this guy uh he looks like an evil genius which is the beer company that made this but Instead of uh, a brain, he has a peach for the brain. And it's like in a glass, like, tube. It's cool looking. Yeah. We'll post a pic about it. Like a space alien. And a bunch of hops around it. Yeah, Evil Genius is a great company. And um, I'm really, I like that now this is the second time that our grocery store has, like, decided to pair up with a beer company and be like hey let's do a beer together which Isn't is that really cool super weird but super awesome so yeah. this is exclusive to giant food stores yeah, yeah. buddy oh wow yeah. wow what a time to be alive i know or right was it like three years ago that there wasn't even beer at grocery stores yeah right yeah, yeah. 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 now there's Come like a long exclusive way. beer same with sheets sheets is doing yeah, the same yeah. thing they have yeah. a freaking beer cave yeah, beer but they idiot. have. But no, they, they, they did have, their own beer. Oh, I didn't well. know that. Yeah, either. with yeah. another brewery. What? Yeah, yeah, Which, they're doing another one. I think I saw about watermelons. Oh, watermelon that sounds good. Watermelon rings or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, like the candies. Yeah, probably a sour. 
I hope so. That sounds yeah. delicious. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It does sound good. So, yeah, this beer is very tasty. Um, I actually thought it was a double IPA because I'm, I'm feeling it. It's a bigger can. Yeah, it is a little. It's a it's a full sixteen ounce. I like it. So the cool thing about Evil Genius, it might be different now, but when they first started, they never actually owned a brewery. Mm-hmm. They would make the recipes, make really small batches, and then send that recipe to a bunch of other breweries to make the beer for them and get it canned, and then they would distribute it. Yeah, which is a really cool idea. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a brewery now that they're doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah they must. I, I also think that like the fr- the frontal flavor, it tastes like a peach ring. Mm-hmm. Not like not necessarily like fresh peaches, but like that peach ring, peach flavor. So Yeah, you wanna try it? Uh, yeah, yeah try go it. try it, try yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it up. Heck yeah. I was gonna have you talk about your stouts, but let's hear your uh I'm I'll try your take drink. on this. Mm-hmm. He just Pulled the beer tab off the can. Yeah. I do that. I save tabs, and I can't tell you why I do it. Like, For I really school, right? <laughs> it's one <laughs> of those left Did you do that in like, elementary school? I did. I started yeah. in elementary school, but it's uh, not for why you think. Um, in sixth grade... <laughs> In elementary school. I don't even know I'm getting why some I weird looks that. now. <laughs> he said it's not why you think, so I was like... Well, I think a lot yeah. of people in elementary school save these for, like, some kind of fundraiser. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, but in elementary school... Uh, my elementary school went up to sixth grade. And in sixth grade, since you were like elementary school senior, uh, you got to be on what was called chair crew if you were picked. So two students from every class, there were three or four classes, um, got to be on chair crew. And like when there was an assembly, you would get called down and you got to set up all the chairs for the assembly. Oh, oh. So. My first job. <laughs> um, Don't do the very resume. Well. Uh, but uh, yeah, we uh, we would do that, uh, and then the the janitor, Mrs. Olson, was head of that. And when we were done, she would buy us sodas out of the machine, and uh, she would buy us the sodas. But she would make us give her the tabs, and she's like, "I collect the tabs because uh, something something tax write off." yeah right she's like <laughs> i spent all these quarters on these kids this, this is my receipt <laughs> yeah exactly uh, no she <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious that's like when sodas were like 50 cents too yeah right? either way that's a lot of 50 cents <laughs> when you're a janitor i suppose yeah so. uh but no she would save the tabs because it, it was a fundraiser uh something I vaguely remember it was the more tabs she collected the more money she raised for some kind of like cancer research or Probably something for a new mop and bucket. That maybe that too. <laughs> the elementary school was just shrouded in mystery, so we have no idea. But uh, no, I always remembered that. I thought that was really wholesome. Yeah. And I've been saving tabs, hoping that someone comes at me with a fundraiser for tabs. So any anyone listening, if you have a fundraiser that collects soda tabs, I got like three thousand or something right now. And uh, how do you know you have three thousand? Like what kind of? Because I neurotically count them every once in a while. Do you really? <laughs> I I do. I count them and I'll put them in like bags of a hundred or something like that. Uh, or it depends how many. It depends how long I wait to count them. Sometimes I'll bag them in things of five hundred. I like you. Yeah. It, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long time. My friends know I do it, and they know that I have no clear goal but they'll give me tabs you know uh, i will actually start saving my tabs i will get you sure. probably a thousand in a month 
That's a lot. I, I uh, yeah, that might be. A I, lot, thought, I have three thousand over a couple of years now. Yeah, just wait. I had a bunch. <laughs> I had a bunch, but I lost them. You lost them? How? Yeah, and I lost them uh, in a move. I have no idea where they yeah, went. I'm sure, They're, someone thought it was trash. The, honestly, the next person that moved into the house I left probably looked behind the refrigerator and was like, "Wow, there's." thousands of soda and, and they were like oh my here. god thank goodness for my yeah. fundraiser <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're benefiting from my no so i save them but uh... cool anyways yeah. this beer is delicious and i'm not a huge ipa fan i feel like i'm in the minority but yeah. this is amazing good uh i love it i love peach so yeah i love peaches too mm. they're so good oh yeah i would buy that thank you giant well, it's in Giants. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look for it. <laughs> I I got it in uh, the new Cumberland one. Mm-hmm. So they were they were there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the meatier subject. Cody, we got to interview you. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you're geez. on the podcast, we got to ask I'm you questions. This is what we do at precisely. We got the spotlight shining directly on you. We got the the spotlight guy over there. Oh jeez, I I'm intimidated. Yep. For anyone who's not here, it's an empty room and there's one <laughs> metal chair, and uh, I can't even see them because they're just blinded. They're behind the spotlights and I'm blinded. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, I'm looking for this metal chair and I'm not seeing that. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously looking around my room and I'm like, where is it? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm on like one of the comfiest couches I've sat on in a long time. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Big yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. All right. What is your earliest memory of gaming? My earliest memory. Actually, I actually know this one. Um, and it was my start of playing video games consistently. Um, when I was like four years old, my babysitter, who was like a like a thirty year old man. At that point, sounds weird, but he's actually. Yeah, I was cool gonna say. <laughs> no, he's actually cool as heck. He's a uh, inspiration f- to me for a lot of things. He's a family friend. Uh, he had bought a PlayStation One for it was it was pretty new at that point. Yeah, and uh, and I used to watch him play, and I loved it. And my parents recognized that I loved it, so eventually they bought me one. Um. And my very first game to call my own was The Lost World Jurassic Park, which I am very upset to say that I still cannot beat that game. <laughs> you know how it's very, it sucks when you can't beat the very first video game you ever got. Was that a 2D side scroller? Uh, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was 3D, you know, like it was like a 2.5D. Yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. was like not sprites, 2D sprites or anything. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's you start off and you play as a Compsognathus, which is a very small, insignificant dinosaur, um, and y- you have to like go through chapters of playing as that before you can be like a, a better predator. Like, I think you go to a human next, and then you work your way to like a raptor, and eventually, like one of the last levels, you become a T Rex. I think like the last chapter is your um, what's her name, Sarah Harding. The girl from the Lost World Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So you went from being like apex predator to like terrible, <laughs> and, and now you're like this this girl with like a flare gun or something. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, but I honestly never made it that far without cheats or anything because the Compsognathus levels are hard as heck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I love. I still, you know, it's actually a wonder that I love video games after that because that game is punishing. Um, 
But no, that's my first memory with games. And from there, just was PS1 games after PS1 game. I, I That's where my heart is. It's PlayStation 1's where I started. And, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, my parents were not the kind of parents to pay attention to ratings either. So a lot of my <laughs> first games were not great games for a six-year-old kid. Um, so, yeah, I, I've played a lot of different things before I probably should have. But I, I love it all. I, I learned to love video games from there on out. and I did not start with Nintendo like everyone else yeah. did. So it's uh, it was weird like going to school and everyone's talking about Mario, and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's definitely find it's a different perspective than a lot of other people have yeah yeah absolutely yeah all right so you're a big collector uh yeah i like to consider myself i've yeah. seen i've seen some pics okay <laughs> yeah you know what you're collecting so how did you get into collecting um i just from enjoying video games yeah i had a sizable amount for a young adult. Um, I don't actually recall the the moment where I was like, I think I'm going to make a hobby out of obtaining as many of these as I can. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was somewhere around like 300-some games. And um, like I, that's when I think I started to realize that this is actually a hobby. Like people... These aren't toys anymore. This is a collectible thing, and there's some value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, like, I think YouTube definitely opened my eyes to that. You know, you get a lot of famous people on there that collect games, uh, and I was like, I can do this too. You know, and when you start out, it's kind of daunting, and the internet is um, <laughs> definitely a place to make you feel inferior. Yeah. So you sure. look at other people's collections, and you're like, Wow, I suck at this. Um, but it took a while to learn to go at my own pace and eventually you just get more and more and more and more and you all like one day you just have a good collection. Like, I think we're all in that boat. Like everyone here has a really cool collection. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I don't know exactly when that started. Um, maybe like 2000 and 2009, 2010. Yeah. I would guess, but yeah, I don't know. There were moments in my um, life where, like, someone from high school was like, "Oh, you like video games? I have a trash bag full of games you mm-hmm. can have." And it's like I remember that, and I, that's when I started collecting um, Nintendo games, like Nintendo Entertainment System games, because I got a trash bag of them. And when you get a jump start like that, it's oh, well, I think I could do this. Yeah, I always. I always am jealous that you had the people who were like, hey, I've got all this stuff here. You can have it. Where it was like, wait a second. I know that person. <laughs> yeah, right. They didn't give me shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm jealous of a lot of things you guys get, too. Well, yeah. I mean, we all have such varying collections. Like, it it really, they, they complement each other from a distance, you know? Yeah, and they're all impressive, and... Um, like both got all these like cool kiosks and stuff. Like that's amazing. Like yeah. that's not something you go to the store and be like, "Can I? I'll purchase one kiosk, please." You know. So yeah. it's um. But that's what I mean. It's like it's important to learn to go at your own pace and appreciate what you have. 
um, before you go, you know, judging yourself based on off of other people's stuff. Which I don't think anyone should. I'm sure people do, but really, it's just collecting's not. It's it's not a competition. No, it's not a competition, and it's all it not. is is do you have money to spend on stuff? Like, do you have disposable income? That's all it is. So it's not like you're good at it or not. It's just right. you talk to people being like, hey, I do collect video games, and then you might find good deals or people giving you stuff for free because of that. You know, like anytime there's video games found in old abandoned cars that we get at our shop, they come to me because I'm the video game person. Is that how you, you know? get some of your games? Uh, I got a brand new sealed Horizon Zero Dawn. That oh, way. that's I just, awesome. Yeah, I just got a... A PS3 uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 disc, which isn't that great, but like, yeah, but it's it solid, is, you yeah. know, that's cool. Yeah, it's just like, oh, here you go. It's amazing where like games will just turn up sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, I don't know when I started. It just kind of happens. I yeah. Don't know. No. I mean, I'm probably the freshest out of the three of us, honestly, because like I've had video games all my life, like. I still have my original Super Nin- Super Nintendo games and console. Um, and then, like, I got a Genesis that I would just keep in storage. But, like, once I actually moved into a house and bought a house is when the kiosks started coming. Because I'm like, I'm going to be here for at least 10 years. So now I can actually start collecting because I'm not going to be moving in a year or two years. And that's when I started going hard. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. It's very impressive. Like, just this is my first time at uh, Bo's house, and I'm looking at his collection, and he has some cool stuff. Thanks. Like, I am impressed. Thanks. So, oh, this is dull. so nice. We're all just like complimenting I each other. It. <laughs> As we should, because, yeah. um, I mean, I, yeah, I've seen people online that bashing other people's collections that are small or whatever. It's like, hey, we all started somewhere, you know? Man, I don't see anyone do that. Really? But maybe I just don't read comments that often. Uh, that's probably a smart thing to yeah. do. <laughs> but no, sometimes like... I feel like you gotta be a straight asshole to be like, oh, you... The internet is... Uh, there's a surplus of assholes on the internet. Like well, on YouTube you're talking about? No, like uh, or like I'm, I'm a big fan of the Metal Jesus Rocks on okay. YouTube. Yeah. Um, and I'm part of the Metal Jesus Rocks group on Facebook. And someone will post a picture. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, like, hey, this is my collection. It's small, uh, but I'm proud of it. And it will like be like this really rinky-dink shelf. There might be like 25 games on yeah. it or something. And uh, and then someone will post something like mean or degrading or, or like a backhanded compliment or something. And, and that's not like common, common. But I see it enough. I'm kind of like... Why are we why are we doing this? Like let him enjoy what he has. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like um That's the one thing that I loved about Instagram and, and video game sharing in general is just like you learn what other people like and then you attach yourself to those people being like, if you like that and I like this game, the next game that you say that you recommend, I might pick that up. And if I like that game, then I definitely like we're on the same wavelength. And I'll just pick up every game that you're picking up then, you know, or yeah. like whatever. Like, that's how I bought Donut County because some guy was like, oh, I bought this because I'm going to keep it sealed because I think it's going to be rare or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to play it. Like, I just looked it up because I never heard of it. And then I looked it up and I was like, 
this game looks rad. Like, this is anti-Katamari, and I love it. Anti-Katamari. <laughs> That's another cool thing, like, kind of like you said, like, you see what other people appreciate, and then you have an appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been things that I did not even give the time of day, but once my friends have told me stories like, oh, I grew up with that game, and it was a big part of my childhood, then I'm like, I kind of want to get that, like, in honor of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like just it's, to see why you like it. So yeah, much. and yeah. if it was important to them, then you're important to me. I'll see what's this game's all about, and I've found a lot of cool games that way. Yeah, that's how I got into. I played Earthbound because of that, Fuck not yeah, because Earth- it, not because it's popular. Earthbound's my jam. I loved Earth. I, well, I love. I'll Earthbound be honest. As soon as it came don't out. don't shoot me if you hear a gunshot in the podcast because Bo killed me. Um, <laughs> I played Earthbound. For a decent bit, and was not enjoying it at all. Yeah, a lot of people don't enjoy. Yeah, it. I got I got put to on it, and then Tucson and Threed, and I'm like, this game is like not that fun. Yeah. Uh, but my friends like, I promise you, it's worth it. Yeah. Keep playing. I got to Foreside, and then uh, maybe you can help remind me when it like gets the Twilight Zone Foreside Moonside Moon. Yeah, I'm like this game is cool, and everything yeah, after that was incredible. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't play that game because it was like popular or expensive or anything like that. It's because my friend had extremely fond memories of yeah. that game as a, a child, and I played it for him. And wow, it's like glad I did. That game was phenomenal. It's the best game ever, ever fucking made. Let's it, bring it back to the first like eight podcasts where all I did was gloat about Earthbound. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I same same thing. Like I grew up next to these two kids, Jimmy and Andy Pool. Shout out to you guys. Uh, they had every video game possible. Like their parents just gave them every video game, but they were like big Nintendo freaks. So I don't even know if they had PlayStation. They had PC, but you know Super Nintendo. And I'd go over there and just watch them play Earthbound. I don't think I ever even played Earthbound on their cartridge, but I would just watch them every day after school. And we finished the whole game. I was just like, this game's amazing. I can't wait to play it. And then the first time I played it and beat it was uh, through emulation on the PC. And then the next five times I beat it was still PC emulation. <laughs> and then finally, like, I bought it at, I don't know, probably like 100 bucks or 120 bucks. And Not a bad price. Not a bad price anymore. But, uh, yeah, I mean, now it's like... 300 350 or something for the I cartridge there now yeah it's crazy to think about i bought it for 156 and was ashamed yeah i was like i can't believe i spent that much on a video game i won one on a raffle a 10 dollars raffle like oh my earlier this year and i had my buddy game bow another bow that's actually not a, another bow i am the only bow in the retro community kelly he just admitted to me that his name's William. But everyone Shocking. calls him Bo, right? Isn't Shocking. that crazy? And his IG name is Game Bo. Shocking. Yes. Breaking Either way, news. That's appropriation. Either way, I won this. I won it. And I was like, hey. Bo appreciation. Bo appreciation. <laughs> uh, so I won this raffle off this guy, and I knew Gamebo wanted Earthbound so bad. Like, he kept talking to me about it. I'm like, you just need to buy it. Like, once you find a good deal. And then I won this raffle, and I was like, can you just send this to Gamebo? And Gamebo sent me 130 bucks, and we just called it a day. I was like, I won, I'm gaining $120 for not doing anything. But he got a great deal. 
That's cool. And I made out to him. And, and now he then, can appreciate the game too. And he beat the game. Like that was his game and he played through it. And at first, I don't think he really liked it. He was like, why is this so special to you? And then he kept playing it and he's like, yes, I, I see it now. I see the light. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a game I have not yet played. Um, myself. No. Do you I want don't to borrow my copy. I don't feel right borrowing your copy because you're, you're such a big fan. I know where you live. I know, but I'm just saying it doesn't feel right. <laughs> doesn't feel right. I feel like I have to. No, I feel like I have to like make you know like the time for it. Yeah, I have no. to like do my own and be like the. I'm devoting the time and I'm devoting the money to play this game True. because you talk it up all the time and I and everybody talks it up all the time. Have and you I know ever it's played a good, it? I played like a hot second of it emulated. Yeah, you got to play more. Of but it. like, and I know that it's good. And, and you're not the only friend who's talked to me about like loving this game. I have one of my other close friends who like in college, he would just talk about Earthbound. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just one of those games that I feel like I have to, I have to play because again, like mm -hmm. you said, like so many people are like, this is my game. This is so cool. This is this is me to a core. Like this is one of the best games I've ever played. You just have to experience that for yourself and be like, I see where you're coming from. You know, even if, if I didn't like it or something, because I'm not a huge RPG person, I still can see where you might like certain things or like why this game was so important to you. If I like follow the story and like, yeah, you know, play through it. If you ever feel like playing it, I'll play it alongside with you. Okay. You, do, you would you would motivate me to do it. Yeah. I, I like that. Like, honestly, I could be your guidebook. Like, I know it. Like, the back <laughs> of my hand. <laughs> right on. You have you that. ever played Mother 3, Cody? I have not. Actually, um, at the Too Many Games video game convention, uh, Kelly introduced me to someone who... I was looking for Mother 3, the translated version, yeah. on a cart. Yeah. And I wanted a cart yes uh and she introduced me to someone who sold it to me for a really good price okay mm -hmm. and i i Super played like pro bros i think right was I, that I forget i'm ashamed it was a game boy that. a cartridge right yeah it was a yeah game boy then it was cart. repro bros yeah it, it looked great that's mm -hmm. the i was really picky about how it looked mm -hmm. you know um and i picked it up and i played like two minutes mm -hmm. i got like past where you like name your character mm -hmm. and stuff and <laughs> i was like this is great i'm gonna come back to it and i never came back you should to go it. back to it i should i really want to it, um you should definitely go back to it I, everyone like my the, my friend that made me play earthbound mm -hmm. rants about mother three too um so mm -hmm. i do need to play it for him i want to make this on, like, friend um he's like he's not super into video games. I, I wouldn't care. say on the same level that we are. But if he's into Earthbound, we, we he he loves Earthbound. He introduced yeah. me to Starman.net. Yeah. Um. There's some. He has some like cool memorabilia. Memorabilia from there. Uh. He showed me some cool posters that I want to get for my room. It's like uh. It's Earthbound. It's like when the Earth stood still. Mm -hmm. It's like when the Earth stood bound. It's mm -hmm. like Starman holding Paula. It's it's like a. Mm -hmm. It's like a parody of. That I I want that so bad. I've been begging him for that poster for years. <laughs> but um, yeah, you would like him. You get along with him. Uh, yeah, he's cool, Zach. Yeah, that's he couldn't talk about too many other video games, but that's he could fine. talk to you about Earthbound. Fuck yeah, yeah. So Fuck he liked down. Earthbound, and I like Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. So I feel like they, those too. um those fan bases complement each other very well. Oh look at you! You got both of them mm -hmm. tattooed them. on your arm. Yeah, yeah. and so, Katamari. Nice. And then Mario with a Game Boy. 
That's an. I didn't even take then, notice of your tattoo. That's Link, amazing. And then Celeste. Oh, I gotta play Celeste. Celeste is so good too. Oh man. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> this is fun. So. <laughs> See? See? <laughs> you do it too. See, I I want the I want, I have Celeste and I just, it's on the back burner. Yeah. Like so many games. Yeah, it's that's fun. I played a hot second of Celeste and it was fun, but it is. I heard it's punishing. It is punishing. I was gonna say it is very difficult to. I got Celeste and Hollow Knight at the same time. Yeah, and I was like, I only can, I can only take so much beating. Yeah, before I, before I cry. So I chose Hollow Knight. <laughs> Hollow Knight's good too. I love that game. I feel, yeah, I feel like you, between like, Bo, you as a human being and your game choices recently have a a very similar vibe. You've got the Hollow Knight, uh, Celeste, Ori, mm-hmm. kind oh, of Ori. Moon. All these like Amazing happy indie games, happy indie games that you've got going on in your your little life. Recently. All night is not happy. No, it's not. Well, but <laughs> but like it's like it's cute though. Like he's a cute little. He, he yes, he has a very um, adorable aesthetic. The world yeah. around him is sad and depressing and dead. Yes, but he's cute. Yes, he is very cute. So I don't know. I just feel like a lot of them have like a similar vibe though. But they're all very difficult games is ori difficult i don't know i haven't played yeah the oh, first one is i really want to play them you should play it so good. i don't have an xbox yeah switch is it on switch now the original one is oh play it so good so i i feel like i ranted and got off topic that's all right okay no, you're good i um we can reel it back bring it back reeling it back all right favorite thing or uh, or a system to collect for. My, I love collecting for PS One because I grew up with PS One. It was where I started. Um, I have this weird thing where like PS One always needs to be like the biggest collection I have. So if I'm like picking up a lot of PS Two games, that's about to surpass my PS One games. I need to go hunt for some PS One games. You do have a more. pretty substantial PS One. I do. Collection. I don't really know how I have. I don't. Even, I don't have. A crazy amount but um yeah i have a good i have a good amount and a lot of it's from my childhood right um so my parents are divorced it's all right uh, but uh Do you want to talk about yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna turn this podcast sad real quick <laughs> no um my mom would buy me like popular titles and stuff like that you know like your spyro i love spyro the dragon she bought me crash bandicoot and stuff my dad, who in this case fortunately was a cheapskate, I could tell he was grabbing weird stuff out of the bargain bin, you know? And uh, thank you, Dad, because you got me a, a lot of obscure games that are now worth a good bit. And um, it's not so much about the value, but it's just like weird games that other people have not played. And uh, I, I love that, like um, Intelligent Cube, Incredible Crisis, Heart of Darkness. You get some weird stuff from Dad. Yeah. So um, there was no shortage of that on PS One. It definitely was not. And uh, my dad, he he uh, he found all of this weird. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so uh, he he got me. I think it was that stuff that kept me interested in PS One. Like, wow, there's some zany stuff on here. So I'm always looking for PlayStation One games. Nice. So that's. How many uh, PS1 games do you own? Uh, I'd have to double check. I think I'm at like 160-something. That's that's a good amount. Yeah. So how big is your collection? 
Um, my collection right now is a little over 1,200 games. Holy. <laughs> uh, it's, it sounds like a lot. Uh, it doesn't mean everything's quality or anything like that. But, um, yeah, like I've been collecting for a while. So that was just the pace I went at. And I have about 12, uh, 12 I think I'm at uh, with the last game I got, because I cataloged my games on uh, two different apps and an Excel sheet. Jesus. Um, it's Can confirm this is a very extensive process. I've yeah. been there to help. <laughs> yeah, oh yes, Kelly has helped me do this. I'm at 1,244. Um, wow. I, yes. <laughs> um, I'm, I like it. I'm, I enjoy it. But, um, you know, not everything in my collection is quality or anything like that. So you don't sell anything? I, I only sell dupe duplicates okay so uh if it's not a duplicate i don't sell it because um in the past i did that and things that i thought were dumb and now they're like 300 bucks Mm -hmm. and i'm like i've made a lot of mistakes (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so now i'm at the point of like i think the difference between hoarding and collecting is how much space do you have yes um so I i like to consider myself a collector because I have the space for my hoard. Um, <laughs> that's fine though. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm. That's how much I have. It's across many different consoles and stuff. I've never counted my collection. How many? You know, how many games do you think there is right there? Oh, you know, probably not even three hundred, right? No, I'd say you have three hundred. I would say there. you have over five. I'd, right there. I'd say, yeah. I'd no say you have. I mean, you'd be you'd be surprised. I'd say you have over three hundred for sure, huh. probably five hundred. But here's the thing: I I perused your collection, and you have some really great titles in there that I don't have or couldn't even dream of having. So, um, like what? Well, you have a lot of the Klonoa titles. Uh-huh. Uh, just just boxed Super Nintendo games in itself is something that I don't I don't aspire to collect because of how pricey it can be. Uh-huh. Um, and, and some of your like, just some of your stuff is just so obscure, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool, and I like looking at it because it tells me a little bit about you. And that's not so much about how much things are worth. Keep but. going. So, <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're All right. a beautiful, <laughs> wonderful individual. <laughs> Stroke that ego. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're welcome. No, you have, you have great stuff. And Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to like we'll make your. <laughs> I don't want to make your podcast sappy, but I like to remind people that it is, I, it is I not do. about numbers. <laughs> <laughs> this is Those turning into and a everyone sappy. should aspire to be him. No. Sappy podcast. Today. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> All right. Well, then, what's your favorite piece in your collection? It doesn't have to be rare. It doesn't have to be expensive or necessarily a game. Like, what is your you know piece de resistance? Um. I was prepped for this, like, I was given this question ahead of time, and I thought about it, and I honestly do not have an answer for you. There's so many things in my collection that are extremely nostalgic to me. Um, Like, there's a, there'll be like a game that reminds me of a sleepover I had, Mm -hmm. maybe the last time I hung out with someone. Um... I don't know. Like, 
I, I couldn't I couldn't answer. There's so many pieces that I'm just fond of. There's some pickups that I'm really glad I got because they're rare and stuff like that. Like uh, I'm really into the Shantae series, mm-hmm. and um, I got luckily got a bunch of cool stuff from Limited Run Games. Did you get that new pre-order? Oh, dude. I spent like 300 bucks. Oh, day. did you? Yeah, I bought like every Shantae thing they had. Oh, really? I Oh, yeah, I love Shantae. I have every Shantae game physical except for the original Game Boy Color game. Mm. And Limited Run Games just did this thing where mm-hmm. WayForward is reprinting a Game Boy Color cartridge with the original Shantae on it. So I snatched that up because the, the original cart is... Um, like six hundred bucks now or something. Mm-hmm. It's crazy expensive. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's worth it. And I love Shantae, but I'm really happy to have games like that. Like this is not easy to find, and I like to show it off, and it looks pretty on my shelf. But I think some of my favorite stuff is like, again, um, stuff my dad bought me that is weird or yeah, like I'm a huge Fire of the Dragon fan not expensive and my case is beat to crap but i love it i yeah. love having it there you go there you, know? you go so i probably have to just say stuff that's nostalgic to me yeah there you go i would say that so that's a miss america answer but you know <laughs> do your little wave yeah I'll do my way what's your favorite piece in your collection color we've already gone over this it's my game boy oh yeah 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 it's my Game Boy. What the, did I say the about Game Boy mine? Horror thing you have? No, my uh, I have teal my uh, childhood teal Game Boy Color, and I, I have the, a tattoo. The one uh, immortalized on my leg, but yeah, that's my favorite because that was my very first video game system. So uh, I'm not the only one with a sappy answer. No. Okay, good. I don't feel no, my answer out. is very sappy. No, mine would probably be my original Chrono Trigger that I bought as a kid. Nice. And like the label, I mean the label's all right, but like it has like a scratch in it, like. Like a piece of the sticker taken out of. It's almost cooler that way. Yeah, like I you don't know? like I know that one's mine. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Exactly. <laughs> like if you, you mix it in with a whole bunch of other ones, yeah. like that's I my could pull that one out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah because so. my Game Boy has the back label like barcode and stuff peeled off. I know that mm-hmm. one's mine. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Of it, it worth is defined by what it meant to you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I know what people I'm talking to now, so. You did it before? (laughs) (laughs) I assume, but now I can spill my heart out and we can drink beer and cry together afterwards. Absolutely. All day. Great time. (laughs) (laughs) So you might have just hinted towards this, but your favorite game or genre of game? Yes. I I am a huge Spyro the Dragon fan. Um, Love Spyro. I love I love Pokemon. I love Zelda. Uh, it's pretty common. Um, one of my favorite all time games is is Chrono Trigger. Uh, I just love the concept of that game. Um, newer games like Horizon Zero Dawn. I love that game. Like you are fighting robot animals and dinosaurs with a bow. Like please, yeah. pull, like they made that game for me. Yeah, they basically did. Yeah, other people might have thought they made that game for them, but they're wrong. They made it for yeah. me. Um, but, yeah, if I had to pick a genre, I do love my 3D platformers. But pretty much any game with a narrative. Mm-hmm. Like I'm at the age where I love games with a story. Yeah. Like, impress me. Right. You know? Make me feel excited. Make me cry. Yeah. Um, And I... I think it's making a comeback now, but for a while there, developers were really ignoring that. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I really want more games with a, a nice single-player narrative. Yeah. And so I'll eat up any of that. Even if it's simple. Me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, I just want to enjoy a story. Yeah. It's true. So, yeah, like, God of War 4 was a good one. Like, the, obviously, The Last of Us, that impressed me. We never played. Oh, it's a really good game. Yeah, that's one on my list, but I just haven't I, done it it's yet. Not even I hate zombies. I think they're boring. And I did not play The Last of Us forever because yeah. of that. And some mm-hmm. like after like the 10th person's like, you got to play this game. I'm like, all right, I'll play it. It's really cool. I'll admit it. Right on. So any, I, I don't know if it's a genre, but single player narrative is where okay. I'm drawn to. That's fair. I'll take that. I like that. Yeah. I can agree to that. I mean, I think as like an adult, you're more like I have X amount of time to devote to video games, so yes. I want to make it count. Exactly. So I can get that. Can exactly. Get that. And I would always say RPGs, but like definitely now as an adult, I can't say RPGs because I'll play them for a while and then get tired and like not finish them. Yeah. Do something you. else. It's like more like gives me that excitement right away, like beating a level instead of going through a whole chapter yeah you know? I, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. yeah like i love rpgs too but it's like they keep getting bigger yeah and bigger and it's like i do not have the time yeah. to commit to this yeah i don't have 70 hours to just throw down and i wanted to I play xenoblade and that's like huge and i i can't do that yeah xenoblade chronicles too i think i logged 190 hours Jesus that's insane i'm jealous I, don't I mean, know. it was over a lot of time, but like it was more than Persona Five. That was like one seventy-five. Wow. That's saying something. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Dang, dang is right. Yeah, so yeah, I like the story, and you usually yeah. get that with an RPG, yeah. but um, you know, at a cost yeah. of time. I think two D platformers are more my jam nowadays, and they are coming out with some really good ones uh-huh. recently. Thank you, indie developers. Mm-hmm. True that. True that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's flip the switch. How about your favorite beer or your favorite type of beer if you don't have a favorite beer? My well, my favorite beer is Guinness. Um I I, I love stouts and porters <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> They're shaking their head at me. These are I'm not. these are the children of IPAs. And I'm, I'm I'm not. I'm Irish at the core, man. I I love Guinness. I've um it was the first beer I ever drank. Uh, I don't love it just because of that. I just actually like stouts and porters and stuff like that. Uh, I've been to Ireland. Oh, really? Yes. Lo- oh, best time of my life. How old were you? Uh, this was two years ago. Nice. I believe so. Not that long ago. And we went to Guinness um, and poured my own Guinness. Dope. And drank. They have like a revolving bar at the mm. top of the Guinness storehouse. So it's, you're like way high up and there's this bar that just like spins and you just get a look over Dublin. It's it really That's impressive. Really cool. So fun. Um, but yeah, I, I I just like dark stuff. Like I don't like pale ale. I enjoy an IPA, but as I might have said before, I just get, I get sick on them after a while. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm getting old. But this yeah. peach one is uh, definitely revitalizing my faith in IPAs. Like, I love peach, so yeah, you brought the right. There you go. (laughs) Well, you can't go wrong with a peach, honestly. Dude, I love this. So good. So, I like anything that's dark, you know, from stouts, 
then getting lighter towards like loggers. Gotcha. Yingling is a keystone in everyone's Pennsylvania life, so I feel like yeah, you have to at least appreciate it for that. <laughs> right, true, very true. So is that mainly the type of beer that you sip on? Typically, and, yeah. lo- loggers and darker. Okay. But I do like a good, like, I like a wheat beer, or Hefeweizen, or a, a, a sour. Okay. But I'm not a big fan of light stuff. Yeah. So, will you be getting a PS5 or Xbox at launch? If I'm picking one up at launch, it's going to be a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, I, I grew up with PlayStation. Uh, I am not one of those people that are into the console wars. Like, I will not take a spear and a flag and defend my <laughs> brand against the vile Xbox people. But, um, no, I, the exclusives on that are, are right up my alley. There, there's a new Horizon game coming out, a new Ratchet and Clank. Looks bananas. I love that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It does look really good, and actually. Another series from my childhood that I love is Oddworld. Mm-hmm. And there's a new Oddworld game coming out. Oh, there we go. Um, and I'm stoked for that. So there, there's, a, there's a couple games that are like, 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 I didn't plan on getting a console at launch. I usually wait a bit. Um, this might be the time I get one at launch. There you go. So um, are there any like up and coming titles in the near future that you are either excited about or are like going to day one buy? Well, everything I said for the PS5, like as soon as, if I get a PS5 and they come out, I'm, I'm going to buy them. I'm so excited for those. All right. Um, for PlayStation 4 and the other consoles that are out now, it's not too much. Uh, I'm really excited for Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah, that looks Yeah, good. that looks fun. So, But um, I'm not, like, can't really think of anything else. There's some DLC coming out, like the yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC I'm excited for. There you go. So, but Crash Bandicoot's the next thing on my radar. All good. All good. That sounds like a good time. Uh, yeah, it looks like a really fun game, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if it'll be a day one purchase for me just because backlog, but I am looking forward to the new Crash. So that'll be a good time. It, I've been watching it, the... It looks true to the original trilogy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of the stuff that they like released with it, like sprinkling out as we get closer and closer, and I think it's going to be a really stellar title. And I'm hoping that... If I wait a little bit, because it's going to be so close to the holidays, they might do a little bit of a price dip, and I can dive in on a lower price. So, that's smart. That's that's. I should take notes. <laughs> instead, <laughs> of, I mean, instead of just diving head first. Well, with that game, it's like that's one of those games that if you love that series, you are going to buy that day. Well, that's like a no-brainer because they're basically saying that they're extending the trilogy to this and like just completely forgetting all of the other games in between. Right. So, I, I think GameStop, the pre-order bonus is like an hourglass. Oh, and I, that's cool. I have no idea why, but I want that freaking the hourglass. Loading, the loading screen. The, oh, you think that's, that's Wasn't it? Wasn't an hourglass it would go? Well, yeah, on the older games, but like this the, one also doesn't have something to do with it. It's like hourglass. traveling through like parallel universes oh, okay. and through oh, time. Never mind. Maybe I'm just um, misremembering. It's probably a combination yeah. of the two, mm-hmm. honestly. I don't know. I want that hourglass. Yeah. It's probably like a five-second hourglass. 
I don't know, whatever. Dude, it's probably like one of those like tea timers from like Boggle or something. (laughs) Yeah, right. They just put a sticker on it. It says Crash Bandicoot. It's just like this little blue tea timer. If I pull up the Crash Bandicoot sticker, it literally says Boggle underneath. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. (laughs) I'd like it more if it did that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Crash Boggle Coot. (laughs) Yes, I'd buy it. I'd buy it. So, Cody, if you had to pick only one to play for the rest of your life, would you choose handheld or console? Console. Easily. Okay. Handhelds are cool. I like playing handhelds like when I'm in bed or when I'm away. Yeah. But all, all my favorite games are on console. For sure. Yeah, that's in that's easy. Okay. So the Switch has kind of swayed me to like handheld more, but I think I like the ability to make it all right. a docked console. So if you're stranded on an island, right? Could you, would you choose a game and watch game of your choice or Tamagotchi? <laughs> wow. And I you're feel stranded there for the rest of your life. The rest of my life? But you have unlimited batteries. I feel like the stress of keeping something else alive when I'm trying to stay alive <laughs> uh, means that I would choose game and watch and not okay. Tamagotchi. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Game and Watch. Okay, true. Which one's more of a flotation device like, <laughs> off that island? Neither. <laughs> Neither. All right. I will die with my Game and Watch on that okay. island. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I once had a like a electronic Yahtzee game, like real like handheld like portable Yahtzee game. I played the fucking shit out of it. I loved it so much. <laughs> I had that awesome. same. Like a little... Yeah, like I bought it from Rite Aid. Was it like red or something? I think mine was like black, yellow, and red. Yeah. Yeah. I I literally thought I had the highest score that anyone could possibly ever get in Yahtzee. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it was like that. It was like that nine 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 type score. Yeah. That's insane. It wasn't like that, but it was close to that. All right. Yeah. Nine, 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 eight. Yeah. <laughs> just short of the world record right. <laughs> all right so we brought you on to talk about this topic as well thank you for your interview thank you for having me yeah this was fun um but i thought about this topic because of that sale that kelly did with you for the miracle piano oh yeah so the topic is what are some games that come to mind that came with accessories that were playable? Like the accessories you could actually use. They weren't like a plush accessory. They were a light gun or a controller or a peripheral that was usable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'll start it off. One of my favorite games is Arkanoid for the Nintendo. Came in a big box with its own unique controller pad. It was like a little swivel button that you could move the Arkanoid paddle. So Arkanoid's a brick breaker for anyone that doesn't know. And you could swivel this little circle device controller to move that pad to catch the balls and and bounce the balls back and forth really fast. Where you could use the D-pad on the Nintendo controller, but it just wasn't fast enough really. To play that game. That's a good one. Can't go wrong with Arkanoid. Yeah. yeah, I did not. I've never played with that specific controller, though. So, 
Yeah, I don't own it, but I would love to. <laughs> That's one, is that, one of those things. Is that the trackball? You can can you use that trackball for Centipede? You might be able to. Centipede's my favorite yeah. game, like Atari yeah. game. So. Yeah. I'll have to pick that up. All right. Well, uh, another one that we have here on our list is uh, Gyromite for the NES with the gyros and other parts for Rob the Robot. Yeah, so Gyromite actually came in like a regular black box, and then it came in this giant box that had all the extra accessories and whatnot that you could have got from the Nintendo big box that came with Rob the Robot and Gyromite, or you could just buy Gyromite separately and the Nintendo separately and get it that way. Yeah. This, did Stack Up come like that? Stack Up did come in a big box, and that's a way rarer version or oh, wow. way rarer game uh, to find, like, complete in a box. Wow, I didn't like, know that. Super rare. Wow. Yes. That's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, the NES had some uh, some interesting pack-ins. Yeah, so another one that I have is Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego oh. for the Nintendo. And this was actually the same size of a Nintendo box, but the width of it was wider, and that's because it included an encyclopedia to actually look up facts to like know like how to respond to like certain questions or answers within the game. Yeah. That is on my list. I want that so bad. Yeah. yeah. I found it um I think Kelly, I think I might have been with you. They just press play had it, but mm-hmm. it was like missing the game. Or the book was written in, or something like that. Yeah, huh. yeah. I want that. That's so interesting to me. So, while doing research on this, which it was sort of hard because, like, I didn't even know really how to like title this like research topic, but like yeah. looking up accessories for video games, it came in a big box. Like, you can't find shit on YouTube. It was like <laughs> I looked up like big box Nintendo video games to then find the accessories that might have came with them, but uh. The guy that was talking about Car- Carmen San Diego game for the Nintendo, he actually showed the book spines. He's like, "This is something that everyone should know, so you should look it up on YouTube because it's like a blank blue spine that then says like encyclopedia something on the side of it. Oh. So if you would ever see it at like a Goodwill or Salvation Army, you know that it goes with this video game, which mm-hmm. you know might be a needle in the haystack. But think how much that's probably worth for a collector that's trying to complete that. Yeah, and shout out to the guy who thought of that and was nice enough to post that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Unsung heroes. Exactly. <laughs> truly, truly. Um, Super Bomberman Party Pack. So this was a big box Super Nintendo cartridge. Yeah. I didn't play this. I haven't played Super Bomberman. Have you ever played it? I have not played Super Bomberman. So this came with a super multi-tap accessory that allowed four people to play. Yeah, you could use that on Turtles in Time. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I love that, Turtles yeah. in Time. Yeah, I'm I've pretty only sure. Played that in the arcade. I'm pretty sure that one, and then there's uh, maybe like one or two other games on the Super Nintendo that you could use that multi-tap for, and um, yeah. You could get all four turtles on the same. That's really cool. On the same screen. 
And I'm pretty sure if two of your friends had this game and one Super Nintendo, you could have eight people play at the same time. Yes. This, yeah, I remember one that Bomber being Man. a thing. Yeah. And Saturn Bomberman trumped that. Yeah. Ten. If you could play ten-person Bomberman on Saturn Bomberman. By linking up the Saturns, or they had something I similar? Think, I think... I don't even know how it works, but I think you needed two multi-taps. Two multi-taps that had four yeah. connections, and then the single connection, and then yeah, there was a connection between two Saturns. Yeah, so, yes. something like that. You could play ten-person... That's dope. If you had, like... A hundred thousand dollars at the time. You could play Saturn Bomberman right. with all ten of your friends. Oh my god! All ten friends you had. Yeah. That's you only had. That is something friends. I aspire to do someday. <laughs> Good old lamp party. Down. You can. I'll invite you. Yeah, you you'll be there for that one. Yeah. You'll be there. Kelly will be there. Great. Be I can time. bring a Saturn if you need an. Extra I do need Saturn. a second. I yeah. do need a second Saturn. I, do have I have two Saturns, so I have like five Saturn controllers. So I'm halfway there. Okay. <laughs> I've got one Saturn and one controller I can contribute. Nice. I actually have We're a getting bun- there. I have a bunch of pink Sega Saturn controllers. The breast Oh, those are, those are absolutely required. Yeah. You need to bring those. Yeah, I have those. those yeah. I have four ones. of them, yeah. So. Four of those? Four oh, of them man. in the box, sealed. Oh, we're going to look at that after the podcast. He doesn't <laughs> know yet, but I'm demanding that. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. So another big box for Super Nintendo was Super Mario Paint. And this came with the mouse pad and mouse. Mm-hmm. And the mouse pad was probably as big as the box. The mouse itself you could use in other games, like point-and-click Super Nintendo games. Uh, and was Doom or Duke Nukem for Super Nintendo? Not Duke Nukem, but was Doom? I don't know. I was waiting for you to tell me because I didn't know that. That sounds so cool. no. There was a Noah's Ark game, though, for Super Nintendo, right? Oh. That the was one that's like, like a Wolfenstein that, clone yes, or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So that you could actually play mm. with the, the mouse oh, and mouse pad. Yeah. I need that now. Right. I'm learning, too, for everyone who's listening. <laughs> Good. You should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you've got in uh, the Nintendo 64 land, you've got Donkey Kong 64 with the jumper pack, and that allowed you to bypass a glitch in the game. Yeah, so the jumper pack actually came out because the makers of DK64 Rare had a glitch in the game that didn't allow you to beat the game or finish the game. So they needed something to fix it, and a jumper pack did it. Mm-hmm. And then they Nintendo used the jumper pack for other things like Majora's Mask and Perfect Dark, and maybe a few other games. Um that required a little bit more memory. But uh, yeah, so that that came in a regular size box. I have it on my shelf, DK64, but it included the, the jumper pack. With yeah. It. Didn't they like lose money on that for a bit? Because oh, of sure. that? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Sure. I think I remember reading an article. It's like, yeah, they did not <laughs> do well. Yeah, I mean. They, they've probably made up. Yeah. For it. I'm sure they're, they're okay now, but yeah. well. Nintendo's okay, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So, Hello Pikachu uh, for the Nintendo 64 had a microphone that hooked up to the controller so you could tell Pikachu how much you loved him. Aww. Or you could curse at him for not listening to you. Yeah. I never <laughs> yeah. played the game, actually. Oh. I think I've owned it, but it's not It's like having a real pet that doesn't understand English. It's yeah. pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I've seen some videos of people screaming, <laughs> screaming at Pikachu. At Pikachu. I believe it. Oh my gosh. Pikachu, move! <laughs> <laughs> and that's your love language to Pikachu. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, another weird game that had a microphone was Seaman for the Sega Dreamcast. And uh, that came out after Hello Pikachu, about a year after. Which I was shocked at while like doing research for this. I had to look it up because I, you know, like most of the research that I did was just like off the top of my head. Like, what are these things that I remember accessories for for these video games? I'm like, Seaman had to come out before Pikachu, and no, it was a year after. Hmm. Which like Sega was always like before Nintendo on everything, like backlit screen for handheld games internet internet yeah i was thinking that like that to cd based games to everything sega 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 does what nintendo don't yeah it's true they were were doing they were doing a lot of stuff before nintendo did but there was a a time in which they were very head-to-head but they definitely surpassed them in a lot of different things. But when it came to weird creatures not listening to voice commands, <laughs> Sega was second. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What a bizarre game, by the way. Yeah. That's one I, I do not have. That one makes me uncomfortable to even watch. See, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never owned it. A few other games that came out uh, that utilized a microphone, especially for the GameCube were Odama, which is that like a pinball game? Yeah. Yeah, it's like feudal Japan but pinball. <laughs> yeah, I've never played it. Just like history. <laughs> just yeah. like just like it was intended. <laughs> and then Mario Party six and seven also utilize the microphone, yeah, which that. I've never like I've played those games, but I've always turned the microphone option off. Yeah, we we played a lot of Mario Party 7, but we would play it on the Wii, so you couldn't use the microphone. So it was like every time we would land on a microphone space, the Toadsworth would come up and be like, um, you can't use the microphone. And be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Is that how he sounded? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he sounds like, um. Yeah, Yeah, so he comes up like that. Yeah. Okay. Look it up. It's for real. <laughs> He's this little real. old. Have you? Do you yep. know who Toadsworth is? <laughs> I I know his image. I okay. was not familiar with how he spoke. Yes, now. yes. <laughs> it's very. It, it's pretty spot on impression. Pretty nice. pretty spot on, honestly. Thank you. Um, next, we got Pokemon Stadium, which had the transfer pack, um, and you can put that in the controller, and you could put your Game Boy game in there and transfer your Pokemon from red or blue or yellow into your stadium. And then you could also get the surfing Pikachu in Pokemon yellow. Do you remember that? I, I jumped into Pokemon at Pokemon crystal. Okay. So, and, uh, I didn't get my N64 to way later. Okay. In a PlayStation. Yeah. 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 So, um, actually, and actually my first transfer pack that I bought was broken. Uh, so I didn't get to do any of that stuff. So tell me about it. What do you, how did you do this? So the transfer pack went to the back of the N64 controller. The Pokemon Yellow went into the transfer pack. And then I forget exactly how you got Surfing Pikachu, but I I know that that's how I did it. It was either a code in it or it was something that you had to do. But you would get your Pikachu 
that walked around with you in Pokemon Yellow to learn Surf, and then an arcade machine off of an island, uh, like Cinnabar Island or something, uh, had this arcade machine that you could go to, and Ash would access the arcade machine, and Pikachu was literally on a surfboard surfing these waves, like catching coins or something, like getting yeah. points somehow. I think it was I think it was coins. Yeah, it, it was just so opposite of any Pokemon that you were used to because Pokemon was just, you know, an RPG game where you battled Pokemon. This was like a platforming, surfing Pikachu. And it was so weird and obscure, but I absolutely loved it. Now, was this, did you, this whole thing you're explaining, is this in Stadium or is this This in is Yellow? in Pokemon Yellow. Wow. But you could access the code from Stadium to put it onto Yellow through the transfer pack. That's so cool. But there was another way to do it that was way more, like, intrusive and longer, and you might have, it might have been, like, a time thing where you had to, like, go to, like, an EB Games or something like that to, like, get Surfing Pikachu or, like, a special card or something, like, with the e-reader. I forget. Am I the only one that misses that, like, working for things in games? (laughs) Now it's just like for five ninety nine. Back oh, in yeah, my yeah, day, yeah. in that sense, I yes, loved yeah. going to like Toys R Us and yeah, having yeah. to like assail a guy yeah. to give you a Mew. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I miss that stuff. Yeah, man. I feel you. Stuff is not. You miss committing assault to get a Pokemon. I I miss harassing people <laughs> to win in games. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. No, I I like the nostalgic. I guess. Yeah. That's. I agree. So, talking about N64 Rumble Packs, we did talk about N64 Rumble Packs, right? Not really. I mean, okay. we talked about Transfer Pack. Well, we we mentioned it or no? I don't think so. Not Fuck. really. All right. Wait, no. Yeah, we did. If you yep. read this. We talked about the Transfer Pack, but we not the Rumble Pack. We talked about the Jumper Pack and the Transfer Pack, but not the Rumble Pack. Where the Rumble, where the rumble Pack would go. The Rumble Pack was a godsend in Majora's Mask because you find holes that weren't there. Okay. Did you ever do that? No, but let me start this over again. Sorry. Because <laughs> right. I had this like great like Go ahead. transition, but it's fine. Transition in. You didn't talk about Rumble Pack at all? No. Okay. Star Fox for the N64 came in a big box with the Rumble Pack. And the Rumble Pack was amazing. Uh, you could feel the hits that you got while in your starship and Star Fox, and also, Cody, you said something earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, when I played Majora's Mask for the first time, the Rumble Pack helped you find uh, holes in the ground that weren't actually visible. So you'd walk over them, and it would rumble, and you'd place a bomb down, and oh, there'd really be a cool. hole there. Oh, really cool. Yeah. I, 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 it's my first experience with a Rumble Pack. Okay. I had no idea about that. Yeah, there's not too many, honestly. That's really unique. But it's it was cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning stuff now. Yeah. We're all learning today. That's what we do. Um in Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver for the DS, they came with the Pokewalker, which is like a Tamagotchi slash pedometer kind of contraption. Um and you could take your Pokemon and walk with it to help it level up and love you more. And Cody, I know you know a little bit more about the Pokewalker than Oh, I do. yeah, like, um, I think there was, like, some exclusive items you could get in there. Maybe not exclusive, but some nicer items that, if you went out and walked with that, you could get it. 
Um, and like, I, what, I like a rare candy or yeah, what? something like a okay. rare candy or something like that. Um, I at the time I probably would have been, but not now. I'm not ashamed to admit I walked the shit out of my Pokemon <laughs> on the yeah. Pokemon Walker. Yeah. And I wore it on my belt like it was a pager. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, like you a know, badge of honor. Seri- well, yeah. Almost like, at the time it was a badge of shame because I was like embarrassed to Uh-oh. be into that stuff. But, uh, but you know what was cool though? I remember one time I was at Rita's getting some ice cream on one of their like free Rita days or something. Tell me about it. Yeah, and like there was a guy there that I went to high school with that, um, was kind of popular, you know, like not the kind of person you expect to play video games. And he had a poker walker on his belt. Fuck yeah! And I'm like, yo. He's like, yo. And I lifted up my <laughs> my shirt to expose the oh, Pokemon I am walking. And he's like, yo. And I was like, dude, this Where, is awesome. Yeah. What were you walking? I was probably walking uh, my Dunsparce because <laughs> Dunsparce is my favorite Pokemon. Dude, he's dope. His he, defense is rad. He's cool, and he yeah, he has the ser- serene grace ability. So any move that he does has like a thirty percent chance or something like that of having the secondary effect. So what's the secondary? Like effect? Uh, he learns. He le- I'm gonna geek out. I'm in. That's fine. He learns like headbutt and like thunderbolt. So, so he can do that on top of this other move. He he learns. So moves will have a secondary effect, like headbutt has like a excellent chance of flinching. Oh, okay. But then yeah. like his is boosted to flinch, Dope. you know, and he learns like rock slide. So you just have this one move. He learns a bunch of moves that have a secondary chance of flinching, but now yeah. with Dunsparce and the Serena Gr- Serene Grace ability he has a, a higher chance of flinching. I swept the Elite Four Fuck with yeah. only a Dunsparce because I flinched the entire Elite Four. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like... I'm a big fan of using crappy Pokemon because, yeah. I don't know, the anime taught me to love all the Pokemon, no matter yeah. how crappy they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I use all crappy Pokemon. Dun- yeah. Dunsparce is my favorite. So I walked my Dunsparce religiously. Like, he got more exercise than I did. Is he so, still alive? Is he still- I'm sure. I probably transferred him up to uh, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I trans- I've been transferring my Pokemon since Pokemon Emerald. So, yeah, and hopefully my girlfriend doesn't listen to this, but I bought her Pokemon Sapphire for her birthday coming up this weekend, and I'm going to play through Ruby while she plays through Sapphire. Oh. So, yeah. It's, yeah, I love, yeah, I love that stuff. So, we're going to transfer those Pokemon, too, I'm sure. Cool. That's fun. Everyone should play HeartGold and SoulSilver and use your Pokewalker. Let's bring that back. It's like... Uh, It's very expensive. That's the only thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's super expensive. Don't bring it (laughs) back. Bring it back, but it costs a lot. But make sure you have the money. To Can I tell back. another story about Soul Silver and Hercule? So at Too Many Games Expo, which is a, a local Northeast mm-hmm. Expo, um, when I pre-ordered Heart Gold, it came with a statue of Ho Oh. Yeah. Um, and I was under the impression I, I had forgotten that that was a pre-order bonus and that the game doesn't actually come with that. So I was at Too Many Games Expo. And someone was selling Soul Silver, and I want to complete my Pokemon series. So I'm, hey, how much is Pokemon Silver? She's like, oh, it's X amount of money. I'm like, does it does it come with the Lugia figure? She's like, oh, I don't think it does actually come with that. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll think about it and I'll come back. Uh, I walked around for a couple hours. I came back and I'm like, hey, I'm interested in the the Soul Silver game still. And she's like, oh, cool. And I'm like looking at it, and she's like. 
yeah, some idiot came around here earlier and asked if it came with a Lugia figure. And I was like, what an idiot. And I'm like, oh, that was me. Do you not remember me? And she got so embarrassed, and I got like a huge percentage off that game because I embarrassed, I embarrassed the shit. That was out. awesome. That's yeah. a great tactic. I I could never. I use. didn't plan on that. I'll yeah, try, but I don't, no, that's great. That's yeah, I was like, yeah, that was <laughs> actually that all me. The time, honestly, maybe don't tell people that they suck. I don't know. So honestly, um, if anyone told me about someone else that sucked, I'd be like, yeah, that's me actually. So oh, you, you really you're a knight in shining armor. Yeah. <laughs> No, but Take if you if you have a Poke Walker, I I want a Poke Walker. I just don't want to spend money on a Poke Walker. Is the Poke Walker itself a it's lot of all, money? It's all of it. Really, all of it is a lot of money right now. I mean, it always has been, but yes, it's all a lot of money. Jeez, I used to walk that thing like a dog. <laughs> Probably more than my dog. Probably more. Yeah. Your was, dog named Dunsparce. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, uh, Sitting over in the corner like, when will he take me out? <laughs> I've been in the house three times already. <laughs> so this is one that you guys might know. Mario Kart for the Wii had a big box variant that includes a Wii steering wheel. Oh, yeah. I have that. That's what's You have the have actual the box, box and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I've actually ever seen the box. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty like, sure I have I, it in my storage. I see the steering wheel all the time. That's, yeah. that's one of those things I had and threw out the box before I started collecting. Yeah. Had to buy again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I skipped prom to play Mario Kart Wii with the wheel. Nice. God. I don't know if it's nice. That is... Not. No, <laughs> no. I would... I completely commend you oh, for that. Oh, we had a great time playing Mario Kart Wii during prom. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we stayed up late. I'm pretty sure we played guitar hero after prom one time that is also amazing yeah i only went to prom one time so it would have been that yes that would be it as you should i don't know double dipping on prom Mm. do you deserve prom as a junior i don't know do you do you deserve anything as a junior good point good point (laughs) these are the real questions (laughs) (laughs) no mario kart Wii was a blast Mm -hmm. That's, That's where I started, believe it or not. I never used uh, motion controls. I couldn't do it. No, I don't like the motion controls. I like the little, um, I like the nunchuck. Mm-hmm. I did it for a while, for a, a long while, and then eventually switched to the controllers to get those final final races under my belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, a- it's tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good, it's a good game. So another one is all of the Dance Dance Revolutions that came with the dance pad. So you've got like PS2, Xbox, GameCube that had the Mario Dance Dance Revolution and all that stuff. They all had those big fold out, I don't know what they were, like plastic mats that kind of crinkled when you walked on them. Yep. I still have my PS2 ones. They're fun. I can't do DDR. I'm not good at it. I I can't. I fail immediately. Yeah. I had a friend in high school that was like, like, unnaturally good at that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't understand how you get that good at that. We all know one person that's really good at it. Do you guys? You guys have a, a DDR friend or whatever? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if it's the same guy? What was his name? No, it's not. It's, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what if no, it's all the same? No. What if it's just one DDR guy? Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> the entire universe. <laughs> Everyone knows the same guy. (laughs) So Zelda Skyward Sword came in a big box that came with a gold Wii mote 
that had the motion plus added to it. Yeah, a little beautiful piece of yeah, hardware. a little Highland Crest. You own this? I do own this. Um, another story about that is uh, I got that when it came out as a Zelda fan. I'm one of the six people in the world who likes Skyward Sword. Um, so I had to. I, had to I think it's going to come out for the Switch. I am going to scoop that up. I will so scoop hard. it up too. Everyone, I, will. I'm really secretly hoping that people give it a second chance and all of a sudden love it. I hope they I don't have, use motion controls. I, I, you know what? I didn't hate the motion controls. I didn't. The like only that. thing I didn't like was a uh, flap, like when you're in the. Oh gosh, what are they called? I never got that far. You like the bird people? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed. I don't remember what they're called. But you like flap to fly, and that's a, like if anyone's watching, it's embarrassing. When you're working out as much as I do. <laughs> The Are we laughing because you... it's a lot or laughing because it's no. not a lot? Because <laughs> she's a hater. No, just, you were like, I'm on day two of working out. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling real good. <laughs> that was, that was before the podcast, yes. <laughs> so either way, when you're working out as much as I do, even if it's day two, <laughs> the last thing you want to do is have to wave around a Wii remote, all right? You could skip workouts if you just attach some like weights to your wrists and flap that Skyward Sword bird. Mm. Mm-hmm. I gotta work out the way I'm working out. It's working. All right, all right. It's working. It's working. Well, you look good, man. You Thanks. Look good. No problem. <laughs> so no, I I love that game, and uh, I bought that that box with the Wiimote when it came out. Yeah. Um, I also have a pet snake. Her name is Persephone. She's like eight and a half feet long. At the time, she was probably like five foot something. Um, but I used to let her out to roam in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, she thought that box would be a cool box to wrap around and squeeze. Oh, oh God. Yeah, so my box has some crinkles in it now. Snake crinkles. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> we love our pets. Uh, you might not like snakes, but I do. And she, oh, that's cool. She's, yeah. I'm a little miffed about her squeezing that box. <laughs> I was actually looking at your Instagram earlier today before you came over. Oh, that must have been from like 2017 or something. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't think you've updated it since no. 2019, but that's fine. Maybe you will for this podcast. Maybe you'll post a picture. I feel inspired now. You should. Or almost like pressure. But no, there was a, a picture or a few pictures of your snake and you took it to a pond. Oh, yeah. I have a pond in my backyard yeah, yeah. and my snake. I wanted to ex- let her experience swimming. Yeah. She... she Hate she that up. It. She yeah, loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should, you should do that more often. I should. Yeah. I should. I, I only let her do that as one As long as you time. watch it. Oh, yeah. You got to watch yeah. it. Got to watch it. It will slither away. She's got a little leash on she's it. She's pretty slow on land. But, either but way, in the water, like, she's a rocket. Yeah, she'll be like, submarine fuck you. I'm out of here. I'm not a pet anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, I like to get him out and get some exercise yeah. and stuff. But um, keeps her from squishing my games. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have any more big boxes squished. No. But another uh, gold and Wii game was the uh, GoldenEye 007 on the Wii. They came with a gold classic controller. So it was basically just that Wii classic controller mm-hmm. with the little handles. And it was just a gold color. I, I remember cool. seeing the controller. I never, I don't think I've ever seen the box with 007 and the controller together. Uh, I don't know personally. We'll look it up. Yeah, personally, I don't know anybody that has like the box. I've never seen it, but I'm not a huge like. I'm not a big Wii collector or yeah. anything. Yeah, but I don't. 
I know that they came together in a bundle and it was like, I, I guess like a big box with the little, like kind of like how Skyward Sword was with the little remote sliding into the side of it. Oh yeah. That'd be a really cool thing to have. Honestly. Yeah. It's a pretty box. Yeah, I, I really like, I just like that gold classic controller, too. I like, because it, it goes with that. It's the same gold color as that gold wow. Wiimote. Look at that. That's beautiful. Yeah. We're yeah, looking at the pictures now online. That thing glistens. That's right. We researched first. I want that. We did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only nice. 100 bucks. Really? Only. That's 100 bucks? With no game. With no game? But you got the box and you got the gold controller. The gold controller is fat. It's dope. Yeah, it's pretty sick. The box is pristine. The controller's never been used. It has the blue plastic wrap on it. Oh, nice. There that wrap, though. That wrap, though. <laughs> so while thinking about this and peripherals and things that you can use inside of a big box with a video game is all the Wii U games that came with Amiibos. So we have Twilight Princess, Yoshi's Wooly World. Toad Treasure Hunter. Is that what it's Tre- called? Treasure Tracker? Captain, Captain Toad. Yeah, Captain yeah. Toad. Uh, Mario Party. Mario Party. Amiibo Festival. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's Mario Party 10. And then you had yeah, Animal, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Amiibo. Yeah. Amiibo Festival. Yeah. Was that it? Um, yeah, there were like a couple variants of the Mario Cro- uh, Mario Party and Animal Crossing ones. Like you can get Yoshi, you get different color. Yoshi. Yeah, that's yes. right, the different color yeah. Yoshi's. So there were like different amiibos in each one. Yeah, but like Captain Toads was just that, and then like then there was the Chibi Robo for 3DS. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing. It was just packed in with the little Chibi Robo amiibo and the Mega Man collection. And the, the Mega Man Mega collections, Man. Yeah. yeah, and that even continued onto the Switch, right? Yeah, Mega Man Eleven one. had uh, another Mega Man. Yeah, those are the ones I don't have. I know I that those. there's a Wooly World for the 3DS as mm-hmm. well. Yep, that one came and with that, Poochie. That came with Poochie, and Poochie itself is a stuffed animal amiibo. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Poochie goes for like 150 bucks. What? Really? Mm-hmm. No way. I'm an avid amiibo collector. Um, so I got these for the amiibo, not so much for the game. Yeah. Um, I have Poochie. Poochie, brand new, $170. Wow. What? Uh, Poochie itself, Amiibo. Brand- All right, so Poochie and Wooly World, 170 Someone's asking. Poochie Amiibo, just in the Amiibo box, brand new, 140 Someone's asking. Wow. Poochie... By itself, open box, hundred ten dollars. Wow, hundred dollars. Yeah, wow. that's nuts. Whoa, what is this guy? New U.S. first print Mega Yarn Yoshi Amiibo Poochie and Yoshi Wooly World plus protector five hundred dollars. Wow, yeah, Mega Yarn wasn't Mega Yarn Yoshi Toys just a R Us big exclusive? Yoshi. Yes, I think you're no, right. No, it's like this. It's an amiibo, but it's like this. Yeah, big. It's, yes. it's humongous. Yeah. I thought that five hundred dollars. They're asking for I, it. I miss, but I also don't miss when amiibo were obscure and, and the hunt. The hunt was exhilarating <laughs> and stressful. You are the reason I have amiibo. You came into work, you were like buying Amiibo and you would talk about it all the time. And then you were like, Kelly, whatever you do, 
don't collect Amiibo. And I was like, <laughs> guess what, Cody? It. And then you did the I opposite. did it. <laughs> I, I bought a Toon Link Amiibo and I bought a regular Link for Smash. And oh, I was good. like, and a Kirby, I think, because it's you, my mains. Was and it then stick Link? The, the original Link has a yellow yep. plastic stand. Mm -hmm. They call it P-Stick Link. I have that one. <laughs> yep, I have P-Stick Link. That one's sought after. So. Yep, so I had those and I remember coming in and being like, guess what? I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is crazy. And now I have so many Amiibos, but I didn't realize that. I remember working there at Petco. I don't know if you were working there at this time or not, but it was first thing in the morning, and I, I talked to my manager, and I was like, hey, the Rosalina ami Amiibo is releasing at Target today. Can I just go get it? And my manager was like, yeah, we all hate this place. Just go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went to Target, and like... I don't want to use the word fought, but we sparred over the Rosalina Amiibo. There's only two on the shelf. Me and this like four foot tall girl. Luckily, it was on a higher peg and I had the advantage. Oh, you I had snatched, the high ground. Yeah, I did. I had the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I just snatched that and, sh and she didn't. She couldn't reach it. And I just waltzed out of there like a champ. Man. Amiibo, man, that was a. That was the time. That's a craze. Yeah, they're still going on too. Yeah. That's... I hope they do more pack-ins. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That'd be nice. I would. I love Amiibo. It's kind of slowed down a bit though. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So another thing I thought about last night after you had sent me some of yours, Bo, was uh, that the Wii and the Wii U fit. They had the board, obviously. But then the Wii U had like a pedometer accessory too that came with it. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's like a little pedometer, almost like the Pokewalker, and it's white, and it has like a green outer rim. Um, the Wii U did? Yeah, the Wii U had a little like pedometer thing for its Wii Fit, so That's you, cool. ha you had the board itself, and you had the game, and then you also had this little like fitness tracker that they had that came with it too, so they were really, really trying. I have one of those, but it's uh, unused. Like the tab's never been pulled on the battery, kind of thing. So I was, like, oh. I don't want to use it. Don't yeah. use it. Yeah, that's so. so cool though. So I don't really know the functionality of it because I've never used. Oh yeah, mine. I see it. I'm about the tab is really cool. You're buying, You're buying it? Yeah. These podcasts are dangerous, people. Uh yeah. Yeah. Six dollars and eighty six cents. Oh, that's easy. Brand new. Oh, that's, that's not. That's, not that's bad. easy. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, so it has that thing. It has the it has a little tab on it, yeah. It was I remember I got mine pretty cheap at um like a Toys R Us or something, and it was just the game and the pedometer. Oh shit! I'm adding a, a plan to it. I don't need to add a plan. To it. <laughs> <laughs> it's brand new. Don't add a plan. I don't need. A, I would love I you to add a plan, and then three plan. years from now, I'll be like, yeah, my Wii U pedometer broke, <laughs> and. Can you replace that, please? I walked too much. <laughs> Actually, I don't need to buy this right now. I should buy it with the game. Yeah, I was gonna say, try to get it with the game. It's, it's probably sixteen ninety nine with the game. Yeah, it's probably that's not bad deal. either. I mean, I could buy both of them for cheaper. <laughs> I'm gonna do this after the podcast. That's probably a good <laughs> idea. Okay, because we got one. Think about it. We got at least. Well, we got two more games. <laughs> We got two more games at least to talk about because Cody, you were going to talk about one if you want to talk about that now. I, I had a couple of games. I think oh. we're past those consoles now. Though, I mean, you so. can go back, double back. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll wait to the end or whatever. All you right. Need we're, to. we're there. I think. Well, there's one more. All right. Which was the the gun cons with the PS1 and the PS2. Mm -hmm. 
So you had those packed in with games like Point Blank and Time Crisis, all the Time Crises and the big boxes, and then uh, Vampire Night for the PS2. Those were all big box gun con games. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Kelly is a beast at Time Crisis. Yeah, uh, she's she's bowing. Yeah. Thank you. Dude, she's amazing at Time Crisis. Yeah. So we played been- at the arcade and she uh, stomped me. So to say, it's yeah. been too long. I miss I miss playing it at the arcade. I'm Dude. I'm itching for it right now. It's good. I just miss playing video games in public. I remember playing it uh, at the movie theaters a lot. Time Crisis. Yeah. yeah, it's a good game. And you have do you have all of them? All the all the pack ins with the guns now? Uh, I don't have like the offshoot ones, but I have all the main. That's super the impressive. The main ones though. with the pack ins. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, they are quite the series. That's so fun. I'm jelly. I'm jelly, <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. yeah. So what games do you have in mind? Um, I don't have any of these, but um, I know like the Nintendo had a bicycle. Yes. That you could you could ride. The Sega actually. Did the uh, Sega have one yeah. too? I th- I th- maybe I mixed them up. I know Sega had a, also had a sewing machine. So it was actually the Game Boy that had the sewing machine uh, with the Game Boy cartridge that you could design different things on the Game Boy itself to then sew that pattern into it. And then it wasn't Sega, it was Super Nintendo that had the Extertainment bike that played one video game, maybe two. That was an exercising biking game that was a, a still bicycle that you could just pedal and play this video game with. Very Mar- niche. Marketed for like 15 people. Yeah, very, yeah. very I think niche. it actually was marketed towards gyms. Really? Yes. Oh, it's kind of like that, um, that rifle for the yes. Super Nintendo that they used in the army. Yep. I don't know anything about that. You should look it up. Yeah, I will look that up. There's like a legit, like full size rifle that they would stupid use. Stupid expensive. At, I bet. With stupid a, rare. Yeah, Did it have like an orange Nintendo. cap on the end. There's a like nope. no. no. It was oh, like legit, why. and it was yeah. like a light gun kind of, you know. And they would use the Super Nintendo as an army training, mm-hmm. like piece. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Did, I don't know if this came. I mean, it's a game in itself, but like Game Boy Camera. Yeah. That cow? Sort of. I guess. I love that. Yeah. I do. I took so that. many pictures yeah. on the bus. On the bus. And Neil and Neil Young has an album cover that is taken on a Game Boy camera. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I don't I don't remember the name of the album, but it literally that, at the time it, it was, was one of the best one. digital cameras you could yeah. get. Well yeah. yeah. Affordable one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and Neil Young has an album. Interesting. Right? I'm gonna yeah. look that up I'm later. That. Yeah. It looks like crap. The album cover looks like shit. I bet. But hey, <laughs> Game Boy cool. camera pictures look like shit. They did. Oh, but they're artsy. They are arts. Yeah, now it's like you know, avant garde. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so with that said, let's uh, end this podcast because it's going later than it needs to be. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Feel that. But uh, thank you for coming on. Cody. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. You're awesome. I try. I would love I strive to, have, to impress. I would love to have you back on bring your earthbound friend. <laughs> <laughs> I could possibly do that. Yeah. I'll try and not rant so much next time. No. So that, that's 
what our podcast is about. Is okay, ranting. good. Because yeah. I'm actually going to rant anyways. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> That's what you it do. Doesn't matter. That's what you do in podcasts is that you rant. <laughs> the thing with this podcast is that we're recording at my house and I need to go to bed and I can't just roll out of this into my bed. I have to like put all this shit away and then say goodbye to you guys and then go to bed. Whereas before I could literally just say, fuck you all. <laughs> close the laptop <laughs> and then go to bed and then clean it up the next day. <laughs> yeah. But another yeah. thing to notice is it's a video game slash beer podcast. We're all drinking beer and we all have to piss really bad. Yeah, I got to pee so bad. Yeah, yeah. so right. we love you, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so let's close it out with our uh, words from our sponsors here. Oh, yes, please. Uh, so we have uh, the Laurel Highlands Poor Tour that is happening um, in 2021, correct? Yeah. And that is featuring about... And right now. And right now. And about 17 breweries that are uh, participating in the Western Pennsylvania area. Yeah, if you missed it, we talked about it on the last podcast. You can uh, listen to that. Yeah. Right in the beginning, we talked about a lot of it. Yeah, and we can, you can look up uh, the Laurel Highlands Poor Tour as well if you are interested in any of that. Uh, also, we have On Budget Services, OBS, who is our website hosting, mm-hmm. and they are doing a wonderful job of hosting Precisely.Live, so we thank you for that. And uh, if you need any website needs taken care of, please look them up. Again, On Budget Services. Uh, they are spectacular. Um, so... With that said, be sure to check us out. Like I said, on Precisely.Live. We've got fun stuff. we got merch. It's hoodie season. It's hoodie season now. we got hoodies. We might uh, make some more merch up, too. Yeah. We saw that there's bean bags available. They're stupid <laughs> expensive. Fanny bags that are stupid expensive. But, you know, like maybe some mugs. And We're looking like trying to find a company that does koozies. We would love some koozies. Yeah. So. Some fun stuff. Let us know, you know, in our DMs, comments, whatever. Uh, hit us up with what type of merch you would like to see with the Precisely logo. We would love to know. Yeah. And uh, you can find us on Instagram and or Facebook at Precisely Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Highway to Kel. And find me at Bose underscore Game Room. Do you want to plug your social? Uh, my Instagram handle is csutton1208. Yeah. So go look at his pictures from a year ago, plus this new <laughs> picture that he just posted up. Hopefully. <laughs> I'll remind you. I'll text you. <laughs> thank you. He'll just send you a picture. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on. Hey, anytime, man. This yeah, was super this was fun. a lot of fun. It was so fun. Yeah. yeah. And I would love to have you just over to play some video games. Dude, you're speaking my language. Cool. I'll be here. <laughs> That's what we're about, beer and right. video games. Right. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, Sam, our editor-in-chief. You are amazing. Yes, I agree. You make us sound good. Thank you. We appreciate it, Sam. So that's it, everyone. Uh, hit us up on the DMs and let us know everything that you think about at night, during the day, and in the evening. That's it. We out. We out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>